This is The Culture. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Cinema Wave podcast. My name is Darian Scalamoni. If you guys haven't watched the channel before, um, please make sure you guys subscribe, you guys like. We talk about a bunch of things, film and television on here. But today I'm going to try something a little bit different. So I'm going to be doing an episode by myself right now. Actually, I have nobody else in the room with me. There's no producer. We're just letting it run. Uh, and I want to talk to you guys about what happens next in regards to Hollywood and the industry of film and television after the SAG strike. So we talked a little bit about the SAG strike as well as the writer strike when that was going on uh, on our channel, on separate podcasts, things like that, whether it would be lit, me, myself, Liz, Michael, Zach, any of us were talking about it. But after 148 days, the um, the writer strike ended in September, and after 118 days now, the SAG strike is ending, or has ended. Um, so the things I want to talk to you guys about is what the deal meant for the actors as well as the studios, some of the productions that are going to get underway again if they haven't already started back up, as well as some of the things that we'll be talking about going forward, not only for the rest of 2023, but 2024 and beyond. So I want to start just in terms of the deal itself. So there were a lot of things that uh, the actors were asking for. Some of them had to do with um, getting compensated fairly for streaming services and uh, streaming residuals. If you guys weren't already aware of this, before the streaming war sort of took place and streaming services like Netflix started to exist and things like that, uh, a lot of the industry was just based in, you know, putting out a film in theaters. And if a film did well and they weren't expecting it, some of the actors would get points back on that and things like that. And in television, you know, the big thing that people wanted to get to was 100 episodes. They could do reruns on other channels and things like that. Um, and they would get additional compensation for that. With the streaming services, though, that has sort of changed. Uh, Netflix was able to capitalize on a lot of different things. Uh, Squid Game is a perfect example of a series that blew up, one of the biggest streaming series of all time. And then because of the way that things went moving forward, uh, a lot of uh, – Actors that were involved in the show, the creators, uh, people below the line like uh, camera people and gaffers and other people in the industry uh, weren't able to make back something that should have been deserved. Something in a service uh, or a, a series rather that had blown up over time that did really, really well and they weren't able to be compensated for it. So that was one of the things that uh, the actors and the Screen Actors Guild were fighting for. The big sticking point for a lot of it was the use of AI, also known as artificial intelligence. Um, I remember a few months ago, or it might have been a year ago now, that there were reports coming out of Variety that there, uh, from James Dean's estate that they were thinking about doing a feature film starring James Dean uh, with an uh, artificial intelligence basically acting in place of the actor. Now, if you guys aren't aware of James Dean, he's like this iconic actor that had um, – only acted in a few films, and I'm sure you've seen many things with him, an American actor. He only had acted in a few different things, but he passed away in 1955 at the uh, age of 24. So he hasn't acted in anything since 1955, obviously, because he had passed away. And now they're trying to revive him through artificial intelligence to make him star in current movies. It uh, left a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths, and... There's a lot of language that goes on in terms of this deal and the way that studios are now allowed to use artificial intelligence and uh, get permission uh, and guidance in how to use it through uh, the actors and what they approve and what they don't approve. So just going over some of the uh, some of the things that uh, – the big sticking points in the deal and, and things that kind of went through after uh, they agreed upon it. Um, 
They the new contract has compromised with a seven percent increase in general wages effective immediately, uh, with future increases coming in twenty twenty four and twenty twenty five. Um, and the total package includes more than a billion dollars in new wages and benefit plan funding. Benefits was another thing uh, for more of the below, like the smaller end uh, or the low end, I should say, of SAG and actors that are in SAG because you pay dues to be in the Screen Actors Guild. So we're not talking people like uh, your big stars that. Um, they were fighting for a lot of people below that and people, even character actors and things that, uh, don't make as much on some of these movies aren't offered points when they have big movies in, in theaters, um, aren't getting the big salaries to act in comic book films. If they're a supporting role or things like that. Um, they also secured consent and compensation guardrails on the use of AI going back to what I was just talking about. So under the new contracts rules, a studio must obtain an actor's informed consent before creating or using a digital replica of a performer, whether they're uh, an A-list star or a background actor. So AI was apparently one of the most divisive issues this whole entire time in the negotiating room between the producers and the studio heads as well with the actors and uh, the negotiating board that included the president of, of SAG, uh, Fran Drescher. So that was a big part of it. That was a big sticking point throughout the negotiations and that I believe is why it took so long. <clears throat> We're in this interesting age now where there is use of AI everywhere. It doesn't matter what business you're in. Uh, people are using it to do job interviews. People use it to build resumes. People do it to, I mean, take your food orders. So the fact that it is interweaving itself in Hollywood and entertainment was something that SAG really fought against hardly. Uh, and they wound up winning based on uh, the language that comes in the language, or at least for the most part. So those were the two main sticking points that I had been aware of. Um, and all that information, by the way, is coming from an article that came out um, from Entertainment Weekly on November 10th. We're recording this on November 14th. So just wanted to make you guys aware of all that. If you weren't aware of some of the things that they were fighting for, um, I'm not a part of SAG. I don't have the ins and outs or the nuance to talk about everything to a big extent. Down the road, I think uh, I would like to do a full podcast with uh, some of my other hosts, Liz, Zach, Michael, whoever else to discuss this further. And I think uh, we're going to be doing that at some point, either towards the end of this year or early 2024. But I wanted to talk to uh, some people that are more of the casual fans that enjoy just the entertainment part of this, because throughout this strike, I had been getting questions from a lot of friends and people that were like, oh, well, so what's going to happen now with Stranger Things? And what's going to happen with all these projects that are supposed to be filming? It's important to remember that these were people's jobs, that they were fighting for fair pay and compensation and that was the most important thing. I feel that they're moving in the right direction with this deal. And now we can get back to business as usual on Culture Wave. Uh, so I did want to talk to you guys a little bit about some of the projects. Moving forward, uh, You know, some of the projects have gotten pushed that were supposed to be in theaters. Dune is a big example, Dune Part 2, which originally was supposed to come out this month in November of 2023. It's now coming out, I believe, in March of 2024. Let me just double check that. I don't want to have the wrong information on that for you guys. Dune Part 2 will be releasing, yes, on March 15th, 2024, which is the follow-up to uh, the Denis Villeneuve uh, sci-fi um, that will follow up the events of the first film, bringing back Timothy Chalamet, bringing back Zendaya, Rebecca Ferguson, uh, also bringing in new staples in the franchise, which are going to be people like Austin Butler, Florence Pugh, Christopher Walken, amongst others. So that's a big one that I know is coming uh, 
in early 2024. But let's talk about some of the projects that are getting back underway of filming. So Deadline has a report here of a lot of um, restarts in production. So let's start on the film side. One of the big ones that I'm sure a lot of people are curious about is Deadpool 3. This is going to be the first Deadpool project that is under the Disney banner since Disney had bought 20th Century Fox. Uh, it brings back Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool as well as Hugh Jackman, surprisingly, as Wolverine. Michael and I have talked about this on some of the past podcasts. This is directed by Sean Levy. He recently has a new series on Netflix called All the Light We Cannot See, which you guys can watch now. He's also done uh, films like Free Guy, and he's one of the uh, directors and head producers on Stranger Things. So he's an inspired choice for this. I'm really excited to see him work alongside these guys. And uh, he's worked with Ryan Reynolds, obviously, before. Uh, that film was about 50% complete based on the Deadpool report or the deadline report, I should say. So we should get more information on that. Marvel did push it. It was originally, I believe, supposed to come out in May of 2024. Now it's supposed to be coming out in July of 2024. Uh, Gladiator 2 is another one. I reported on that on the Cinema Wave website, um, despite castings and things like that. Paul Meskel is going to be in that one, as well as Denzel Washington. Um, Pedro Pascal, it's got a remarkable cast. Let's just take a look really quick. Uh, Russell Crowe is not supposed to be in it, um, but Connie Nielsen will return. Barry Keown is another actor that's attached. Jaimon Hansu is supposed to be in it. Uh, as of right now, that is still slated to release on Thanksgiving Day 2024, which would be November 22nd. So there's a lot of stuff still coming. Other projects that are getting underway of filming um, or returning to filming rather would be Beetlejuice 2, which is the return to the uh, Halloween-centric franchise started by Tim Burton. That project is only uh, a couple more days left of filming. And I believe after that, Tim Burton's going to head off and go film season two of Wednesday in Ireland. Um, so Michael Keaton will be returning for that. Winona Ryder will be returning for that. Uh, Jenna Ortega is going to be in this um, film in Beetlejuice 2. Willem Dafoe is also expected to appear as well as Justin Thoreau. Some of the new people coming into the franchise. Uh, and then after that, like we said, Wednesday we'll be shooting when we get to the TV side. We'll talk about that a little bit. Clint Eastwood's last film as well, Juror Number 2, has about a dozen days left um, in its filming process. Um, the actors that are attached to that project are Nicholas Holt and Tony Collette. Uh, so they're going to star in that film, which is expected to be Clint Eastwood's last directed film. Uh, obviously, Clint Eastwood, a legend in the game as an actor, a director, but he's up there in age. I mean, we're talking about a 93-year-old. So uh, it makes sense that he's trying to wrap things up. And that's another project that's getting underway with the uh, restart in the industry. Another uh, comic book superhero project that is uh, getting underway to start filming again is Venom 3. Uh, so this one's actually going to be directed by Kelly Marcel, uh, who I believe was a producer and a writer on the previous two projects. And Venom 3, we don't have a crazy amount of information yet, but it is slated to come out on November 8th, 2024. Tom Hardy obviously returning to the role of Eddie Brock. It's been rumored that Andrew Garfield may appear as Peter Parker. That's not a confirmed report, so take that with a grain of salt. Michelle Williams will be returning for that project as well. Juno Temple also attached, as well as Chiwetel Ejiofor, so look out for that one as well. Some of the other projects that are priorities that uh, some of the companies um, are going to be working on again. So the Colleen Hoover novel, It Ends With Us, which is going to be starring Blake Lively and Justin Baldani. That currently has a release date of February 9th. 2024. Uh, I don't know how much filming they have left of that, but to me, I would be surprised if it made that date. Uh, not a lot of special effects, obviously, has to be done with a project like that. But, you know, with a quick turnaround, we're already approaching Thanksgiving. And you guys have to remember, 
in Hollywood as well, like holidays, everyone has holidays, you know what I mean? So Thanksgiving and Christmas are going to be coming up for some of the actors. Uh, the industry shuts down for a couple of weeks, as do uh, some people's places of business and things like that to enjoy the holidays. So you're going to lose more time, which I think was an emphasis on why they wanted to get the SAG uh, strike and the SAG deal done with before Thanksgiving so they could get a couple weeks in before the holiday season. So it'll be hard to see it ends with us probably making that original date of February 9th, 2024. So we'll have to see what winds up happening with that. Some other projects that we've seen some uh, speculative reporting and push uh, and things like that. Captain America Brave New World uh, is a project that was originally slated to come out uh, in 2024. That is now going to be moving to 2025. There were a lot of reports that test screenings didn't go so well uh, and that there were a couple of action sequences that weren't up to snuff with the audiences. So I believe there's going to be some rewrites and some reshoots happening with that project. That is now actually going to be releasing, like I said, in 2025. The date on that is February 14th, 2025. That will bring back uh, Tim Blake Nelson as Samuel Stearns uh, as the leader, essentially, uh, from his character from The Incredible Hulk. He'll be returning to Marvel. Uh, Harrison Ford is going to be stepping into the Thunderbolt Ross role, as well as maybe a return of Liv Tyler has been rumored. Uh, we're also going to see Shira Haas uh, enter the franchise as well in that story. So those are some of the big films that uh, are already filming that we're expecting to see come back. Some of the other ones on the deadline article that are expected to probably start filming as soon as the new year starts um, are Tron 3, which stars Jared Leto. The Minecraft film, which has been in development for quite a long time, it has a release date of April 4th, 2025. That stars Jason Momoa. That's expected to start filming as soon as the new year starts. Mortal Kombat 2 is, an, uh, is another one. <clears throat> Carl Urban uh, has been cast as Johnny Cage in that one. Um, and then there are some other projects that uh, they're talking about. Sunflower, which is directed by Misha Green. I also posted about that on Cinema Wave when that was reported uh, months ago. That is another one on here that they list that's supposed to be starting filming. Another one that is heavy in the news, I'm sure you guys have all heard at this point, is James Gunn's Superman Legacy, which is supposed to hit theaters on June 11th, 2025. David Cornsweat, we know, is going to be playing the Man of Steel, Rachel Brosnahan playing Lois Lane. Liz and I had talked about that in a previous episode. Go back and watch that if you guys want. But uh, that's a project that's heavily anticipated by a lot of people uh, waiting to see what James Gunn can do with the iconic DC hero. Uh, and I believe they're going to start filming in January or February of 2024. So they should have plenty of time to make that June 11th date. And I think he already uh, put out an Instagram post or maybe a tweet saying that they expect to hit that date. So no issues there. Another film uh, in the DC universe, uh, The Brave and the Bold, the new Batman film that is expected to be directed by Andy Muschietti, the Flash director. Um, not too sure what's going to be happening with that. Uh, they're very early on in the process of that. They haven't even cast the new DCU Batman, so to speak. Um, so we'll have to wait and see what happens with that. Uh, right now, apparently, Muschietti is focusing on the It prequel series for Max, which is called Welcome to Derry. That's expected to start filming or jump back into filming um, as soon as next week. Those are a bunch of things that we talked about in terms of film. Uh, just looking through this article one more time, it doesn't see that a lot of other projects at least big name projects uh they'll be jumping in right away so projects that are currently in, in production are in first position for actors there's no worry uh as of right now that any actors will have to drop out of any future projects like one of the ones they list on here is pedro pascal uh 
potentially worrying about the filming schedule for The Last of Us Season 2 on HBO. And apparently he'll be fine uh, by the time he's done filming for Gladiator 2. He should be all good for that. Um, Mandalorian, we're not too sure. I haven't heard anything on that yet. Um, but as we are just scavenging right now, please, guys, let me know your thoughts on this format. Just me trying to give you guys some information. I figured this would be good uh, to give you guys just an idea of what we're looking at going into 2024 and potentially these 2025 big releases because there is a lot of stuff coming, guys. A lot of projects we're going to be talking about. Uh, we have Loki just wrapped up. Uh, it's season two with Marvel. So that's exciting. Uh, Marvel has a lot of projects that have already are done filming, but we're not really too sure of dates yet. What's going to be happening. Ironheart. I know is completely wrapped. We still don't have an update on that. Agatha. Uh, I know is a project that they had gotten mostly through filming. I'm not sure if they wrapped before the strike. And there's a lot of other things. We know Echo is coming out in January. Like I said, Deadpool is slated to release in July. But I think as of now, those are the only two Marvel projects that are coming next year, uh, at least that we are aware of. Daredevil Born Again, we know, is going to be rewritten, and it's going to be headlined now by Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead uh, directorially, who did a lot of episodes of Loki Season 2. So that's exciting for Daredevil fans to sort of get us more into that mature tone that we love uh, about um, Charlie Cox's sort of portrayal a little different than what he did maybe in say a series like she hulk um that's a lot of the film stuff guys let's jump into some of the tv stuff stranger things is one that has been asked about many times to me stranger things is expected to start filming i believe if not the end of next month uh it should be early 2024 but i believe that's going to be starting very soon welcome to dairy we already talked about yellowstone is expected to start filming very soon hope you guys are excited for that we're going to see the transitional period uh, where Kevin Costner's character, John Dutton, exits the series. However, they decided to do that with Matthew McConaughey joining the fold um, for Paramount Plus, Paramount Network, and uh, all those networks that Paramount owns. So that's an exciting thing if you are a Yellowstone fan. One of the other series that's expected to wrap, I hope it still gets a 2024 release, is uh, The Penguin, which is a limited series that's going to be on Max following Colin Farrell's portrayal of Oswald Cobblepot. Uh, a, basically a spinoff series on uh, his character from the Batman, the Batman part two starring Robert Pattinson. That's expected to still come out in 2025. That will also be filming next year in 2024. It doesn't seem like there've any been, there hasn't been any production delays in terms of that as well. Uh, let's just double check here. Some other series that they talked about. The Sandman is expected to go back into filming immediately. Uh, the second season of the popular Netflix series based on the graphic novel. Uh, Apples Never Fall, uh, which is another ser limited series I reported about on Cinema Wave. So check that out. That's going to be on Peacock. Some other projects that are expected to start in December. Duster, a big J.J. Abrams project over at HBO. That's going to be filming as well as Alien, the Alien series coming to FX by Noah Hawley, the creator of FX or uh, as a Fargo rather. That's expected to start in January. Then we have the White Lotus season three, which Mike White is already uh, sort of building anticipation with a huge cast uh, and an Asian set storyline for season three that will begin filming in February. Those are the updates I have as of now on all of these things. We're going to talk about a lot more projects going forward. Uh, the Bear has been renewed for a third season, so we're excited about that one here at the network. There's a lot of other things that we are excited about, so please let us know in the comments 
what you guys are excited for, what you guys are anticipating returning to filming, things you're excited to see in 2024, 2025, and even the rest of 2023. Um, please, if you guys don't already, follow us at Cinema Wave Media on Instagram, as well as on TikTok and on Facebook. You can also follow us at underscore Culture Wave Media uh, on Instagram as well. We want to bring you guys the best content that we possibly can for the remainder of the year and going forward. So let us know what you guys want to hear from us, what you appreciate about our opinions, and I will do my best to get us moving in that direction. Just signing off, I'm Darian Scalamoni, and we'll see you guys next time.